0: You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 299 of the Take Him With You podcast for December 21st, 2014. I'm Rick.
1: And I'm Amy.
0: And today we conclude our three part story. Get ready. There you go, a little Christmas cheer for you.
1: So, who's this song by?
0: Oh, Come All Ye Faithful by the band Undercover off of A Broken Christmas.
1: Wow, Undercover. Do you know what the first time I saw Undercover was like 1983 maybe?
0: Maybe. They're not Around obviously there. together anymore.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I remember they liked to wear a lot of trench coats. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of the thing.
0: Yeah, well, they were punk. Yeah, it was when punk was big.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember those eighty things. Lots of weird eighty things.
0: Welcome everybody. You're not very close to your mic though. For I some th- reason, I
1: think I am. Maybe it's just turned down. Oh uh, well, well, maybe. It looks w- fine.
0: Maybe our volume has just turned down. I'm
1: maybe. Not sure. Should you? Adjust Welcome everybody
0: that? to the Taking With You podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: we're. Here we go. That's a little better.
1: Yay. Yeah. Sorry, I
0: just had to turn it up in our earphones. Mm. So, this is kind of boring. Hey, everybody, technical issues <laughs> on the Taking With You podcast.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Christmas time. It's Christmas. It this is our. Is. This is the podcast before Christmas.
1: And we still haven't baked any cookies. I have. You have? Well, yeah. we have most of the dough that we made up in the fridge still. I need own. to
0: make some tonight, actually, because I'm. Uh, Got to take some to a friend tomorrow.
1: Really? Yeah. What friend?
0: Christina at Ocean Palace.
1: Oh. Are you going to take her any of your fudge? You did make fudge.
0: That's what she wants. Oh. Are you sure you're... Maybe you should see what you're... What are you talking into? You know,
1: that's probably what's going on here. Just a minute. Someone... Rick recorded some Latin songs. Now you're backwards. And... Yeah, pull... Okay. Well, this is fun. Everybody
0: enjoying this in your ears, everyone.
1: Sorry about that. Now that now we can hear you. Yeah. Yeah. The the microphone was way. Someone else used my mic, so um, Rick had some a lady in here doing recording for yeah song project you were doing. Now I'm really loud. You're fine. Okay.
0: You're where you should be.
1: I'm where I should be.
0: So what were you saying now?
1: Hmm. Um. You made good fudge. It took a couple tries.
0: Yeah, I ruined the first batch. The
1: first first batch we're going to sell is building materials. It's (sighs) hard as a brick. (laughs) You'll break your tooth trying to eat that fudge. You
0: know, doing goodies and stuff like that is really a chemical process. It's it's like chemistry sets.
1: Yeah, and, and you have to get to the right temperature for the right time or else it doesn't turn out. And um, our I mis- goofed it up. Our, I didn't well, do. I didn't.
0: I didn't cook it long enough. And so what happened is when I added some ingredients, it all seized up. And or you cooked it too long. We're, we few.
1: weren't really sure because no, we
0: didn't cook it too long. It just didn't get. Hot okay.
1: Enough. Well, we um, the part of the problem was that we were using a candy thermometer that was broken. <laughs> Yeah. And the top part was gone, and so it was causing it to get steam in the middle, so we couldn't really read it. It was steamy, man. So for $4.50, we, f- we fixed we our found, fudge We found a new candy, candy thermometer. thermometer. We
0: don't ever, hardly ever make this stuff, only at Christmas like time. Like at
1: Christmas time, you make. Fudge, and so.
0: nowadays I don't make as much as I used to. Um so.
1: well, we took um we took a good plate full down to our family get together, my side of the family get together today. Yeah. And you'll give some away and um then we'll probably take some more um, on Christmas Day, we'll it's, have the kids over. And then yeah. your family Christmas is Saturday. So we'll take some more there if there's any left if after any Christmas. Left, yeah. So, But we haven't done a lot of baking this year. No, um, I wanted I, to. But... I may make some gluten-free Swedish bread. My mom's going to bring Swedish bread rolls on Christmas Day. That'll be
0: good.
1: Yeah, so cardamom rolls, if someone's wondering what Swedish <coughs> bread is. but Swedish
0: bread, yeah.
1: It's basically a sweet roll dough with um, cardamom in it. Good stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Pretty yummy. So, y'all ready for Christmas, my dear-o?
1: Almost. We we have <clears throat> one gift that we bought that hasn't got here yet. We're a little nervous about that. They I'm said, not
0: nervous. If we don't get it, I'll cancel it and go yeah, buy it. but then... She'll be Okay.
1: Yeah, it's not like she's going to go
0: use it that day. A
1: family member that won't have anything to open on Christmas Day here. Oh, but... you know me.
0: I'll make something for her to open. <clears throat> and
1: then um, you have a couple things that we still need to buy to go with something we bought for our daughter, which I can't tell shush, because she's here. Shush, I know. I didn't say. So m- we'll tell everyone after Christmas because it's kind of a fun gift. Yes, it's a unique gift. Yeah. So. We're excited about that part, and we're excited about um, Christmas Eve. We had a great family get together after church today with my side of the family. And then Christmas Eve, you are going to be doing a play, which I'm hoping that you will have a few minutes to gather up the video stuff. Our son, who has a cinematography degree, said he would help me film.
0: Yeah. That,
1: well, And we we're hoping to put on a little video podcast. It's not podcast. really
0: that important, but... I will try well, it. Well, the,
1: the thing is, is <sighs> next week is our 300th episode. I
0: know, but I'm not going to use of, that for it. That's not really.
1: Well, I think we could do some behind the scenes video of, of Catherine putting your makeup on and we can do a little interview. I don't and... know.
0: You know, it's. I'd love to do something special, but unfortunately, it's a big, huge deadline for we, me that weekend. Yeah. So but we may have to wait to do our 300th show.
1: Well we can put some video clips in and we'll see and you wanna, say that yeah, but it, I know, that takes it's, way it's a more lot of work. work for you. So everyone pray that Rick will have a little bit of time <sighs> to do that. And s- um, we'll see. Okay. yeah, I don't want to put more pressure on you because I know you're like working massive amount of hours right now. so that's
0: how it works.
1: But we're thankful for the work. Because, you make hay when the sun shines, baby. Yeah, well, there's work. We're doing it, you know, because we had, when we first started this podcast, Um, you were starting your own business. And it was a really hard first few years. Very difficult financially. So we're trying to, you know, catch up from the lean times and, and, um, yeah. So it's better now, but we got to catch up <laughs> a little bit from before. Yeah,
0: well, we have a bunch of t- to take care of.
1: Yeah, yeah but um, but yeah, we're thankful that th- the work's coming in now, and we're having a good time with um, the people and Raymond the, the the little church out there. It's yeah. a church I grew up in, and it's been a lot of fun getting to minister to people. But it's been a little bit sad this week though too because yeah, we had some hard. We times. had a three deaths. Um, This week, my uncle passed away on Tuesday. Another gentleman who you prayed with at the hospital in the last week or so passed away. Was it Monday? I don't remember. It was around the same time. And then some good friends of ours, their mother passed away. And you just prayed with her like the Friday, a week ago Friday. So yeah, it's just been kind of crazy. Um, that and, happens a lot during the holidays. And we had a funeral yesterday that you performed a graveside service, and so it's yeah. it's been kind of crazy. And then
0: this morning, I did a big presentation at church, and mm-hmm. uh, then we had your families get together for Christmas. And,
1: and we're gonna wait to do my uncle's memorial until the beginning of January because yeah, that's a good idea. because we had so much going on. Um, so we're going to get together the first Sunday after, um, yeah. Yeah. January and, and have a time of fellowship and
0: keep running into the mic.
1: Sorry. It's actually the mic cord, I think, but okay. yeah. So yeah, it's so, been yes. crazy.
0: So what do you want for Christmas?
1: Well, you know what I want, but I don't know if that's going to happen at Christmas time, What's but that? I just want to save up to replace some flooring that we have in the house that's Past its prime, we have a soft spot in the kitchen that needs to be replaced. And well, the nice part is it's, has it hasn't gone
0: through to the floor or to the to underneath the house.
1: No, it's just kind of squishy by the dishwasher. <laughs> it's kind of soft there, so we need to take the dishwasher out and cut that out and replace that. And then um, the carpet. So this just isn't oh, a floor.
0: This is a dishwasher and a floor.
1: Well, I don't know if we have to replace a dishwasher. We have to look into that, but. Um, at least replace the flooring. <laughs> the dishwasher we can, I think, save. I don't know, but yeah, the dishwasher has just... been
0: dead for a while. Yeah, man. it's time for a new one.
1: It's it's sad. We
0: have used and used well, and used What it. makes
1: you wonder is when the bottom of the dishwasher is all like bubbly and stuff, <laughs> and we got a thing. We never did anything with <laughs> it, but we got a um thing from the company to say that.
0: They were recalled. They were
1: recalled. And that we could either get $75 off on a new one or something else. Or, I, or they it. could come fix it. But um, I don't know. It, it's pretty messed up. So I don't know that that one alone would fix it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, um, but, yeah, it's all bubbly on the outside. So I think there's something wrong with the dishwasher. But it kind of cleans stuff. But I got to wash things really well. Before I put it in there. What's the
0: point of a dishwasher if you have it's, to wash?
1: It's a glorified dish drainer that rinses an extra time, I guess. Oh. And has rotted my floor. So, yeah, we're going to have to do some stuff.
0: Oh, joy.
1: Yeah, we have some home repairs. But, you know, that's the joy of home ownership is that um, you have to maintain things. And our carpet went through three kids and a bunch of pets and it needs to go to the garbage dump <laughs> but
0: but you found some laminate that you want to i put found
1: in. some really economical laminate and i think if we just get a couple of professionals to help us repair the floor issues mm-hmm. that we could probably put the laminate down ourselves
0: no not gonna happen i'm well, gonna hire somebody I don't I'm, know. No, you th- you have this dream. You have this dream that for some well, reason all did of a sudden it before, but I'll we become were a, a handyman. No, but, we did it before, but we had somebody that knew what they were doing that did it with us.
1: Yeah. Well, I, and we I don't were, have that um,
0: person anymore in my life. So we
1: were almost twenty years younger than <laughs> you. <Yeah, more. laughs> I know.
0: Trust me. And this is why I say, don't have me do stuff because I'll break it or make it worse, and I'm not willing to break it or make it worse. So yeah. And what did I say to you if you really wanted this?
1: I needed to call around and get estimates. And I got one estimate, but it was wasn't what out, I wanted out. to hear.
0: No. And then you acted like it was the only I, thing that ever was told. This.
1: I was really sad. Yeah. <laughs> so we need to call around and get different estimates. Yeah. And maybe. They'll come
0: out for free and they'll do an estimate of how much it would co- cost to install it. And then mm-hmm. you can know for sure. And then we can save our money up and do it. Yeah. So We'll there. see.
1: I all those people that have, just won't be tomorrow have houses they they probably can understand what we're going through that the joys of of maintenance. Home ownership
0: you know? at its fun time yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. but you figured out that it wasn't it wasn't gonna be Well, really the laminate
1: super that I'm looking at that's on sale is um, really reasonable. It'll cost less than four hundred dollars. For the flooring product, but it's the labor and the 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 repairs that have to be done.
0: And you go get padding too.
1: Well, that included the padding, the underlayment, yeah, for $400. If we go pick it up at the store in Tacoma, that's free shipping. So it'd be under $400 if we go pick it up. If we're we're brave enough to um, go through the traffic in Tacoma. (laughs) Yeah, crazy. Um, those of us, those of you that live in big cities, you're probably just laughing at us, but we're not huge big city drivers. We're from
0: Aberdeen and Hoquay. Yeah, we're, we're
1: from the coast where life is slow and quiet, well, mostly.
0: And but the th- biggest thing we ever have to do is wait in traffic when the train goes by.
1: Yeah. Sometimes we have to wait for the train, but we don't have a lot of traffic Other down than here. that,
0: mm-hmm. you get where you're going.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, weren't we talking about what you wanted for Christmas? Oh, yeah. Your floor. You want a floor. The floor. She wants a floor for Christmas.
1: Well, I want to save up. So, I told him not to get me anything big. He he asked me for ideas. And so, I said, well, I need refrigerator magnets to to organize the stuff on the side of the fridge. Because for some reason.
0: We have a stainless steel fridge that is not magnetic on the front.
1: Which makes me think it's probably not real stainless steel. But anyway, no. But it's this side,
0: stainless steel is not magnetic. Are
1: you sure? I thought it was. I'm pretty sure. I think it's aluminum that's not magnetic. So oh. I think the front of our fridge is actually aluminum and not stainless steel.
0: You know, I don't know. That could be true.
1: So um, so it's like fake stainless steel, stainless steel look. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that um, anyway, we. Thank you for wanted... joining us for the remodeling
0: <laughs> podcast.
1: I wanted magnets at work, and and I gave you a, a thing about some seeds I want for my garden. Woo! Yay! Yeah, I'm I'm a wild one. I got
0: some money, movie movie money, movie money from my boss at at the radio station, cool. so we can go see the Hobbit.
1: And you got a roast too.
0: I did get a roast. Well, I'm going to get a roast.
1: Well, yeah, you got a.
0: As a gift from the radio mm. station. So now I can talk with the best of them and eat some prime rib.
1: Which I don't really eat, but that's okay. I got some organic potatoes. I'm going to cook with it.
0: Mm. That just That should be yummers. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, so I'm... Um, yep. So what did you want for Christmas?
0: Oh, it doesn't matter what I want for Christmas. I already got a bunch of cool, cool you things. You got
1: toys. You got like four, yeah. four different people gave you toys for Christmas. So far. It's not even Christmas yet.
0: I've got some Cylons with a Cylon lunch pail.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I've got... Um,
1: a Star Trek um, Christmas tree ornament. As the Enterprise, Enterprise.
0: 1701D from Next Generation. And you already had it. Um, Lights up and everything.
1: What did you have before? Was it a bird of prey? Yes. Yeah. Romulan. Romulan bird of prey. So yeah. now they can do little little maneuvers, maneuvers right. um, battle things. And then a friend the of mine
0: got me. You ready for this? Remember the Muppet Show? Yes. Remember the pigs in space?
1: Not real clearly, but yeah. What
0: well, was the segment on uh, Muppet Show? Well... They have action figures. Didn't know that. So I got two of the action figures given to me by a uh, very nice family at the church we go to.
1: Yeah. And, and then when we got home <laughs> today, we got home, there's,
0: there was a four-foot Darth Vader on my porch.
1: I don't think I've got a single Christmas present yet. And you got, well, no, I got some calendars um, from my siblings today.
0: And then yeah. you pointed out to me mm-hmm. that all the presents that I have received so far this year...
1: Are toys
0: are toys. I'm almost 50 years old and I'm getting toys.
1: What does that say? <laughs> That's, that says
0: people are smart because if you really want me to smile and have warm fuzzy feelings, take me back to when I was 12 <laughs> and buy me toys. Were you, I love toys.
1: What's really funny is when I was oh, a kid what a good
0: girl. Oh, what a good boy.
1: I remember when I was a kid if you sit on my lap
0: Today, a toy, a kiss is the price you pay. You
1: now that's kind of creepy. Well, he
0: meant it in a good way.
1: Uh, it was Santa
0: singing to kids.
1: Oh, okay. Well, um, I was thinking when I was a kid, my, my older brothers told me when I was nine and I was still playing with dolls that I was too old to play with dolls. So, so I stopped playing with dolls at nine and you're mm. still playing with dolls and you're almost 50.
0: Okay, they are not dolls. They are action figures.
1: <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I There's I'm, a difference. I'm looking at your shelf right now, and I see a Gorn. I see a... Klingon. A p- Potato Head something Jedi.
0: That's Darth Tater.
1: And I see a Data from Star Trek. Yes, I see, with, complete
0: with a, uh, a uh, tricorder.
1: I see, like stun guns or something like yeah, from so. Star Trek or, or no that's that's not Star Trek that's um. Babylon Stargate five. no Babylon five. Babylon 5 okay um I see a Darth Vader head a Klingon head a Star Trek Enterprise
0: a Cylon Spock bobblehead Dr. Pulaski a bird of prey
1: a, a, a shuttle, pizza cutter a shuttlecraft
0: he holds discettes by the way. Hey,
1: it's one of those snow globes with the Enterprise. Yeah, inside. that's pretty
0: cool a little snow globe and it plays the next generation theme. And what's that kind of red
1: thing over that? Is is that a
0: Wait, what? This? In,
1: in front of Wilson, the volleyball.
0: That is from one of our listeners sent me the Merlin game from my children.
1: Oh yeah, you like that. I couldn't see it very well from here. And that's not to mention the stuff we have um, boxed up that you used in a video shoot you did for the Farm Bureau that we haven't got back out. Oh, mercy. I was talking to our son. I said, you know what? We really need to build more shelves for dad to put all of his his stuff.
0: It'd be nice, but.
1: Because I don't like all this stuff out in the living room, so it needs I've to be i got a bird of here. prey
0: that's pretty awesome, matches my Enterprise. That, by the way, that's the Enterprise from All Good Things. It's got a third nacelle. Oh. I got a third nacelle. Is that
1: the newest? No. Which, no, Enterprise which movie? E is the newest okay. one. Okay, so what's All Good Things?
0: All Good Things was the last episode of Next Generation. Okay. Remember when Q showed up again?
1: um kind of it did the card its...
0: was old he was traveling between three times
1: oh when he had kind of dementia from that right. one disease yeah right, right. oh mercy we're so geeky
0: no i'm geeky and you're i'm tolerant. along for the ride yeah i should we should do that take him with you i'm geeky she's along for the ride
1: well i'm geeky in certain ways but you you really take the oh, cake thanks yeah
0: and yes. and you really watch too many Hallmark movies.
1: I love Hallmark movies. I mean, Hallmark movies are kind of up there with Jane oh, Austen. Oh, What? They're
0: bad. They're horrible.
1: They're sweet.
0: They're not sweet.
1: They're happily ever after. I like no, those kind. Happily kinds.
0: ever something.
1: <laughs> I like the ones where they, they live happily ever after. I wonder if they have
0: a Colombo Christmas special because that would be awesome. I'm going to have to look.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Are you done rambling?
1: Um. Yeah. So are we going to play our um special part today that you did at church t- this morning? Our special so the, part? The, the third. There's
0: a special part this morning. This it's is the a, third. This is just one part of the chicken. It's the thigh. I love no. it the most. And uh, it's, it's a special the, part.
1: It's the third part, part three. They're really good. Third
0: parts usually are part three
1: i'm hitting my head on the microphone now okay um ouch it's part three it's okay it's got the dead kitten thing on it oh um so it doesn't hurt um that's just the fuzzy thing that goes on but we're gonna
0: but before we get into the thing we're going to play an episode of Flyscape.
1: <laughs> no Fly skate. I almost said that again this week too. I to you. did. I saw that. Uh, I stopped myself though. You did stop I yourself
0: am saying fly skate. <laughs> hey, it <laughs> makes
1: sense.
0: <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna play you the third part of the story that I wrote called "Stabilized." Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I I didn't really write the story. I just um, well, I did. I embellished. I don't know. You'll see. I try to be creative in presenting the the Christmas story.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Christmas story's in there with a little bit of artistic license. Right. Yeah.
0: So we'll play that for you, then we'll be back to uh, wish you a Merry Christmas. We We wish you
1: a Merry Christmas. Christmas. We wish wish
0: you a Merry Christmas. Christmas.
1: And a Happy New Year. Year.
0: Year. Year. Happy New Year. As we wish you a new
1: Christmas. Why don't you play the thing and stop messing up Christmas carols? Why? They're fun. Play, play part
0: three. All right, here's part three of Stabilized. We'll be back at the end to wrap things up. (laughs) Wrap things up. Last time on Stabilized... (laughs) Two weeks ago, we followed a young man who was coming to Bethlehem for the census, and he was hired by Menachem, the owner of an inn in Bethlehem. He was hired to take care of the animals. And of course, Alexander didn't realize that he would be taking care of animals. He wanted to help the guests and make tips. He devised a plan to escape with a bag of coins given to him by Menachem for his first week's pay. But accidentally fell asleep looking at a mysterious star above the stable. After being awakened, he was asked to board more animals. And in doing so, he was also asked to help a couple that were pregnant. In fact, they were to stay in his already full stable. The only problem with this was the obstacles that were in the way of them actually finding a place to rest their heads. He had to move the cow, the kingpin of the stable. And even though he had a way with animals, the cow wasn't budging, as you will remember. And after praying and asking God for help, he tried one more time. I thought you said he had a way with animals. "'You know he does. "'You saw what he did with your donkey. "'I know, I know. "'But time is of the essence.' "'And indeed it was. "'Mary looked urgent. (laughs) "'Alexander usually had animals "'doing exactly what he wanted, "'but this cow was a hard one. "'Because of her status in the stable, "'she felt privileged. "'No one was going to tell her what to do "'or where to move.' Alexander had prayed and asked God for wisdom, and he was most certainly in need of a plan because none of his normal things were working. It finally dawned on him. Find the common ground. The cow had babies, so she understood what it was like to feel pregnant and be rather fed up with the whole experience, especially towards the end. He decided to appeal to her motherhood, moving swiftly To the guests, he helped Mary down from the donkey. She hobbled over to where the camel stood, and then Alexander motioned for her to come over to where the cow was. Mary looked annoyed, but complied. Alexander looked at the cow and said, I am in need, cow friend. Mary is with child. You remember what that's like, right? He patted her neck. She's about to give birth to a baby boy. And this baby is very important to many people. As Mary came into view, the cow saw her holding her tummy. That was all it took. The cow calmly backed up out of the stall, let out a small, and vacated the space that it was occupying. Alexander stared at the cow. I guess I should have appealed to her motherhood to begin with, he chuckled. Please, kind lady, rest here. Joseph looked at Menachem and shook his head with a small smile. Thank you, Menachem. You have capable people working for you. Menachem said, think nothing of it, Joseph. God has blessed me with people that are a blessing to others. Funny thing is, the boy doesn't even realize how talented he really is. So few people can do what he does the way he has with animals. Alexander heard them talking about him. Really? He felt good about being helpful, but only in a very shallow way. He led the cow out of the stable into the outside pen. Up ahead, he heard a commotion as a crowd was beginning to form outside the stable. What were these people doing? And what did they want? He put whiskers on patrol, the dog, and ordered him to watch over the cow. And then he walked into the crowd to hear what was going on. Suddenly there was a loud sound and the crowd hushed off in the distance. A bright light shone in the fields outside of Bethlehem. And from a distance, Alexander could hear what sounded like singing. It was almost angelic. There were loud voices and yelling. And with that, much more activity in the streets. He asked one of the men in the crowd, Hey, hey, what's going on? What's, why all the commotion? Haven't you heard? Something special is happening tonight. It's the Messiah. The, the Messiah, what? With that, the man scurried off to talk to another part of the crowd. Alexander quickly darted in to see what was going on in the stable. He had to keep people from disturbing Mary and Joseph. Menachem met him at the gate. There you are, young man. Thank you for helping me make a place for the expectant parents. By the way, the donkey made his way to the pen towards the back. I let him in. Thank you, sir. Sorry about before. I just didn't realize the significance of our, our guest. Young man. I am not sure I realize the significance of our guests. Well, I need to make sure that the pen is clean and they have all they need. Did you, did you bring more blankets? Blankets they have. and They have plenty of water. They have each other, but more importantly, they have God's blessing. And on top of that, you have made room for them. I have made room for them. I think it is most important, my son, that we all make room for them. Sir, uh, there are people gathering outside, and the the word's been going forth that this baby who will deliver the people from their sins is, is being born right here. Let them come, my son, but don't let them disturb this little family. Yes, sir. The night grew on, and Alexander sat by the manger, ready to assist the couple if they needed anything at all. He watched as they spoke quietly to each other, and sometimes not so quietly. From time to time, Joseph would pray, and when Mary began feeling the labor in regular intervals, he comforted her. It won't be long now, my wife. He's almost here. Alexander grew more uncomfortable now he'd been around animals that when well, they gave birth but he avoided the people type of birth this wasn't a place for a young man he grimaced a bit and told joseph look if you need anything i'll be right outside the gate joseph acknowledged him ever so slightly his concentration on comforting mary alexander stepped outside and saw a larger crowd than that had gathered now <sighs> who would take care of these folks surely there would be needs of the crowd Without even thinking, he entered the crowd and began to meet their needs, all the while guarding the gate from unwanted guests. The crowd was filled with shepherds and townspeople that had heard something about what was going to happen. One of the shepherds stopped him. You came from inside. What's happening in there? Where is he? Where's who? The person the angels spoke of. Angels? What angels? Angels? We were simply watching our flocks this evening when all of a sudden a loud noise was heard, like trumpets in the wind, and a bright light shone from heaven. And we saw what looked like people floating above us, dressed in white and glowing. Alexander was starting to smirk a bit. Perhaps the shepherd had had too much wine this night. But much to his surprise, another shepherd chimed in Yes, it's true. I saw and heard this myself. We were told to come here and see a child that was born, the Messiah. How do you know the Messiah is here? We were told to look in the city of David for a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. Your employer, well, he said the couple in the stables with child, so we're here to see what the angels have proclaimed. Yes. The sky burned with fire and brilliance. And a choir of angels sang, glory to God in the heavenly heights. Peace to all men and women on earth who please him. Alexander was intrigued. His heart began to burn inside of him with God's peace and wonder. They, they said this all to you? Yes, and we all decided to run here to Bethlehem and find this child that the angels proclaimed. Is he here? Oh, yes, he's here, or at least he will be shortly. Menachem was tired. It had been a very long day, and he had been so busy, he hadn't had time to rest at all. But now there was a crowd outside of his inn. They were gathered by his stable carved into the side of the rocks. He could see the young boy he hired trying to meet their needs, and he sighed. He knew he needed to help them too. So he left the office and headed into the crowd. He too heard the miraculous story, and his heart was also full. When Menachem found Alexander, he looked at him, his eyes in wonder, and they both said at the exact same time, The Messiah! How are they, my son? I don't know. I stepped out for a brief moment to talk to these shepherds, and well... I kind of got into it. Well, get back in there. They may need your help. Just then, the light grew above them. Many of them looked up to see the star brighten in its intensity. Was this a sign? Was the Messiah here now? Alexander opened the gate and quickly closed it. He entered into the stable, and Joseph motioned for him. He is here, Alexander. Quickly, hand me those swaddling clothes. Alexander grabbed the soft material and handed them to Joseph, and he cleaned the baby and wrapped him in the cloths and handed the babe to Mary. She gazed at him with such love, such affection. Alexander just stared wide-eyed in amazement and brought him to his knees. A miracle of life, and this was astonishing. His name is to be called Jesus, and he will set his people free from sin. He is God with us. Alexander couldn't move. As he knelt, he looked at the baby. Mary moved him slightly, and after nursing him, laid him in the broken manger. She was able to set the baby down in the very place the cow had broken the manger rungs, which was the perfect size now. The baby didn't fuss at all, he fell fast asleep in the manger. No one really spoke much, just the animals making a bit of noise from time to time. But from outside, the crowd started growing a bit restless until Menachem poked his head in. Well, what is happening? Alexander yelled out to Menachem, It's a boy. His name is Jesus. Menachem turned his head and bellowed out, It is a boy. The crowd shouted in celebration, The Messiah! Glory to the Messiah! What the angel said is true. Glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth to men. With that, Menachem could not hold them back. The shepherds wanted to see this Messiah. The gate was pushed open, and the men made their way into the crowded stable. Upon entering, instead of things being confusing like you would assume they would be, there was a peace that filtered into the place. They just had to see with their own eyes this baby promised by the angels. Some of them knelt and bowed low to the ground. Others stood and gazed at the baby. They talked among themselves and retold the story of what had happened to them. And Mary listened, and she pondered all that was said in her heart. The very thing that God promised her had finally Come. One by one the shepherds saw with their own eyes the baby that was promised to save them and one by one they left to go back to their flocks. They left praising God that they knew in their heart they had seen the Messiah. How strange and how wonderful that the king would be born a little child in a stable of all places. This was no ordinary king and although they didn't understand it all they were satisfied that they had seen a miracle and that their lives would never be the same. Isn't it like that, though? When any of our lives come in contact with the Messiah, regardless of the place we are at, if we fully embrace Him, things are really never the same. There's something about coming face-to-face with Jesus back then and even now. He has a habit of changing our outlook on life. Alexander was able to help the shepherd visitors on their way. He kept the gate and made sure everything went smoothly. And then... more wanted to see the baby, and he let them. As he watched the couple interact with the people, he realized just how lucky he had been to be part of this. The last visitor left... And Alexander collapsed by the manger. (sighs) He was so tired. Serving the Messiah was exhausting. But the feelings he had were incredible. Thank you for letting me be part of this magnificent evening, said Alexander. Joseph smiled. I'm glad you didn't leave before it happened. What? What are you talking about? said Alexander with a hint of defensiveness. "'I saw it in your eyes the moment I met you, my son. "'You've been searching for some time now. "'Tonight you finally found what you were looking for. "'Your life is not a mistake. "'It's been fashioned for you by the hands of God.' "'But no one knew what I was thinking. "'Don't fool yourself, Alexander.' "'He looked directly into his eyes. "'God sees our heart. "'He believes in us more than we do ourselves.' We can run away, we can try everything else, but nothing satisfies like doing God's will for our lives. I know. You would be surprised with the things that you can endure when you were in the center of God's will. I don't know what to say, said Alexander. Don't say anything, Joseph said. Just don't run away anymore. Run to him, not away. Menachem Entered looking very tired. Oh, oi, Vay, I need to get some sleep. But I wanted to tell you all good night. Alexander, you did a wonderful job today. Thank you for all of your help. Here. Menachem threw Alexander a small bag filled with coins. A little bonus for your hard work. Well, thank you, kind sir. I, I really do appreciate it. And to think. You almost ran away before you met the Messiah. What? How did he know too? It seemed that he was an open book and he had no secrets from those around him. How did you know? (laughs) Oh, I am an old man. You don't think I felt that way a few times? Your eyes gave you away anyway. For me, though, I was so full up in all that I was doing that I didn't have room for the Messiah. We both almost missed him. Well, praise be to God for our eyes have been opened then, Menachem. Yes, they have, my son. Now, it is up to us to do something with this experience. No room at the inn. No room. In the stable, a young man avoiding his call, an old man so busy he couldn't see what was right in front of him. Both almost missed their introduction to Jesus. So the question is, where are you? Is there room in your heart for the Messiah? Have you been wandering through life looking for what satisfies the heart? Have you been so busy, even with good things, That you've ignored Jesus? Perhaps it's time to start settling things. Perhaps it's time to see Christmas in a different light. To see things through the eyes of the stable. To be stabilized. Let's pray. God help us not to miss what you're trying to say to us. There are many of us here that have busy lives. We have bills to pay, things to do, places to go, and things to get done. Many of us have set you on the side and ignored the call that you have upon our lives. We've missed you. We've crowded you out. Not intentionally, but just because life happens. God, forgive us. We're not making room for you. Help us to look around us and see you in the little things. Help us to get our hearts right with you today, we pray. Lord, sometimes we look for you in the spectacular. When in fact, you're in the everyday we look for you in the palaces and the rich places. And yet, you are in the stable. We look for an established king that is, that is flamboyant and tells us what to do. And yet, here was this little baby that was born to save us from our sins, that grew up. Lord, let us acknowledge you the way we should. And let us not look for all the big things in life, but look for the small things. But especially, let our hearts be right with you. Help us not to miss you, we pray, especially during this season. And give us the grace to live our lives for you. And let this experience change us for the better. While I'm praying, if there's anybody here, maybe within the sound of my voice and you you have not, um, you've not ever really given your heart over to Christ. I want to say that it's very easy to do so. Now, living for Him isn't super easy, but it's, it's the best thing you could ever do. What I did is I said a prayer. I said, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I believe you died on the cross for me and rose again. And from this day forward, I, I need you to be the boss of my life. And I want to live for you. That's how I pray. Some of the most effective prayers, though, have been help. I believe in you, Jesus. So I encourage you, before you leave this place today, give your heart to the Lord. And if you don't feel comfortable doing it here, you can do it in your car. You can do it anywhere. But say that prayer and receive Christ. The best Christmas gift you could ever get. And there you go. Part three and the conclusion of Stabilized.
1: Yep. <clears throat> and then on Christmas Eve, you're going to dress up like the innkeeper called. You gave him the name. Macailicum. How did you say it?
0: Menachem.
1: Manacum. Manacum?
0: I'm sorry,
1: something like that. It sounds Klingon. It does. So, um, you're g- gonna dress up like the innkeeper and do a well, monologue. So, thing.
0: what did you think of the message of it, though? It
1: was good. Yeah. Well, and I, like, I think one, one thing that's interesting, um, that you did in the, in the story, the three-part story stabilized, and one thing we try to do on our podcast now and then. Is encourage people to be who God made them to be Mm -hmm. and to be aware of opportunities like God incidences that God might put you in to shine for him, like to use your talents, abilities, your treasures to do good things in that moment for him. And and so that's kind of what that story was about. Um, Yeah. And, you know. We're going to talk about a little bit on Christmas Eve um, as we have a candlelight service. A lot of times people in this dark time of year, we talk about, you know, Jesus being the light, but he also wants us to be little lights too. And I think that you brought that out in the story that yeah. we all have our part to shine and, and not to shine to bring ourselves um, attention or, you know, how cool we are, but Shine in a way that brings warmth and comfort to other people and draws them closer to God.
0: Observance, you are. Okay. <laughs> you are.
1: All right. Well anyway, I've just noticed that's a a theme we talk about. And now I have a cat meowing weirdly.
0: You know why he's doing that?
1: Because you were mad at him for being behind on your computer equipment. No.
0: He's no? meowing weirdly. Because he knows he's guilty, he convinced our neighbors to feed him early today.
1: Because our neighbor's so sweet, she decided since we were gone all day that to she would come in out. and you know let the dog out. And then she saw Who the let kitties. Let the dog out,
0: neighbor, neighbor.
1: She saw the kitties like looking longingly at her, and
0: so she fed them a whole can of food.
1: And and we kind of have this schedule because we have two kind of obese cats. They're not obese? <laughs> They're overweight. They're big. They're very big and very the big heavy. Big boys. We got and, the big um, boys. And so the vet recommended we reduce their their food,
0: <laughs> their, their dietary intake. And so they're yeah. they're only <laughs> supposed to get
1: like a tablespoon of wet food twice a day and right. like a third of a cup of dry food twice a day because right. they're kind of chunky, oh. and that can cause problems with their health. And so we have you know like eight or nine in the morning and eight or nine in the evening around that time is when they get fed we feed them and they get just a little bit and then they're supposed to eat it and be done we don't eat it because we used to let them graze all the time and they got really heavy so
0: well that and we our grass was always mowed
1: no We we had dry food at all the time, and one of our cats got really sick and had to go to the doctor. So we only give them a little bit of dry food and a little bit of wet food twice a day. We have this great
0: spiritual podcast, and now we're talking about cat food.
1: (sighs) Well, anyway, but the cats cats tricked our neighbor into thinking they were starving, which they're not. They're still quite large cats.
0: (laughs) And so she fed them, and now now it's past their normal dinner time, and they think we're going to feed them again.
1: Because it's dark out. They think if it's dark out, they need to have their dinner.
0: Right. Yeah. So we're not giving in. We're not going to, unless they do terrorist demands or something, we're not giving in.
1: Yeah. We're
0: showing the movie no matter what.
1: Really, You think so. Yeah.
0: Okay, so Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us for these this three-part series in... Uh, stabilized and we hope that you enjoyed it if you'd like to get a hold of us you certainly can how can they dear on this 299th episode of taken with you
1: they can get a hold of us um at our website our email addresses um are rick at Mm takenwithyou.com or amy at takenwithyou.com this is true and there's also our facebook pages there's Um, facebook.com forward slash rick.moyer or facebook.com forward slash amy.moyer
0: this is true as well
1: yeah, so we'd love to hear from our listeners. We would. And, you know, it's a new year, and we'll be thinking about some new things to do this yeah, next year. Yeah, if you year. have any suggestions,
0: let us know. Yeah. If you want to send a, in a comment for our 300th episode, you can. Yeah. You just email it to rick at takehimwithyou.com, and I'll put we it on. We
1: also have a voicemail Oh, number, I don't know where it is, though. I'm not sure. Something takehimwithyou.com. Oh, don't sh- Yeah. Sh- I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> We have to find the little piece Just of paper. Send us an in your MP3
0: or, <laughs> or send me a voicemail. At
1: 360 581
0: 3060. Or rick.com or not. It's rick.com. RickMoyer.com. I think you
1: do have a rickMoyer.com. I do. I do. Rick <laughs> so, at
0: rickmoyer.com.
1: But also rick at takingwithyou.com. That's true. We'll get there too.
0: Yeah. No. No.
1: Okay. Come here, Miles. We live in a zoo. No, we don't. Well, it seems like it sometimes. Uh oh, Jade hurt herself getting off the chair. Oh
0: boy, here we go again. You okay, Aww. sweetheart? Uh oh, she's gonna have the old hip problem again.
1: Now she's limping. Cause she wanted to chase after the cat, so she jumped off the chair quickly. Hmm, that's what we get for having a blue healer that has to herd things.
0: Yeah. Well. Okay. So what are we Some- doing?
1: Well, we just said if people want to give us a comment, maybe hi Miles, maybe tell us um, what they like about our program or what they'd like to hear coming up. Right? Um, you know, maybe some funny... pizza. No, gross. Right? <laughs> so we would we love to hear your uh, feedback. So we yeah. are we not
0: spiritual enough? are we too spiritual? Are we do we talk too much about geeky stuff or not enough? Why don't you? Would you like to see hear some movie reviews? Would you like to hear some music reviews? Would you like to watch episodes of different TV programs with us?
1: I like doing interviews. Those have been some of my favorite ones to listen to of other people. I Coordination
0: like time. Yeah. Come on.
1: Yeah, so that's our thing. Is that's been the challenge when we've done interviews yeah. is trying to, especially as how busy you've been lately, is to find a time that will work with the people we want to interview and yeah. and you.
0: Well, we hope that we. everybody has an awesome Christmas though.
1: Yeah, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy your family it. and don't be stressed out. Enjoy your, enjoy the people. Remember, around you.
0: Jesus is the reason for the season. That's not a cliche kick back a little bit and enjoy the spiritual aspect of christmas it's much nicer than the material aspect Mm -hmm. and you know what if you can help somebody out this this holiday season do something for somebody and if you can do it so they don't even know you did it Mm -hmm. but bless somebody and remember we are here to help people yeah so there you go
1: yeah thank
0: you very much for joining us
1: yeah have a great christmas and we'll be back before the new year but just Christmas Mary, you must have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you have a song you were going to play to close us out? Yeah. Okay, so I'll end this with saying, this has been a Moyer Multimedia LLC production. Copyright 2014. All rights reserved. I'm going to have to change that. Soon. This has
0: been the 299th episode of the Take In With You podcast. Here's the level heads with Born in a Stable. Merry Christmas, everybody.
2: Born in a stable, a stranger to earth Shepherds and wise men rejoiced at his birth A star in the sky and the angels did sing Glory to God in the highest A mysterious child escaping the wrath A world full of hatred and sin He spoke with the teachers They marveled in awe As he sat, he taught them And I, oh I I see Messiah And I, I'm not worthy To untie his shoe Oh I I see the Holy One.
3: Oh, come, he has the good news.
2: He spoke as a man and he spoke as God. He spoke with the rich and the poor. And some men would listen and some turned away. In the distance, the death knell told. Betrayed and accused and scorched and bruised Called guilty without even a trial He was sentenced to death to be crucified Never speaking against all their lies He hung on a cross as His blood stained the wood Lifted his voice in pain. Oh, Father, forgive them, it is finished to die. And the dark clouds wept with their rain. And into the tomb the spirit moved and brought back to life what was dead. Now I, oh, I, I see the silence. and I, I believe he lives, oh, I, oh, I, I see the land stranger to earth. Shepherds and wise men rejoiced at his birth. A star in the sky and the angels did sing. Glory to God in